welcome to the Zen Founder Podcast. This is a place where we have conversations about mental health and entrepreneurship. We have a pretty broad conceptualization of what mental health means. Sometimes depression, anxiety, sometimes relationships or physical health. The goal here is to bring some calm into the crazy roller coaster of ups and downs that is life for many entrepreneurs. I'm your host, I'm Dr. Sherry Walling. I'm a clinical psychologist and an entrepreneur, married to an entrepreneur, live in the world of entrepreneurs, and I'm so pleased that you have joined us for this conversation. Well, so much for a new beginning in 2021. It's hard to really articulate how painful it was to watch the desecration of the Capitol this week. Rob and I were on a walk with two of our kids as the news began to come in that um, the Capitol building had been breached by Trump supporters. And I think there was a sense of time just really stopping. That surreal moment of realizing there's no way that this is actually happening. But of course it, it did happen and it was happening and it happened in a way that was really quite predictable. The basic structures, the symbols that hold up democracy in the United States of America were threatened and overthrown and completely disrupted. And there are, of course, many, many layers of tragedy here. People lost their lives. There are significant questions around how this happened at all, where the police were and how justice will be carried out, if it is at all. So in the weeks to come, once again, our nation will be distracted, sometimes consumed, with chaos and loss, political polarization, hate speech, frustration, and a sense that very little is sane or sacred anymore. I will say though that for me, one of the highlights, really the only highlight of this story, is that Congress got back to work. They got back to work the very night that all of this chaos happened. They finished the vote, they ratified the election, and got on with it. I spent a, a lot of time actually talking with people about the importance of taking a break, taking a rest, taking a vacation, taking a pause. So this is maybe a little bit of a different spin on this conversation than I usually have. But good grief, there is real value in just getting back to work and refusing the distraction, no matter how crazy and how chaotic and how disruptive it is. I think at the micro level in our own lives, all of us have significant disruption that has entered or has the potential to enter our stories, to enter our daily routines. I mean, if anything, this whole experience of the pandemic is just this long, long, long practice in trying to buckle down and focus and do work in the midst of huge disruption. Rob and I have shifted our family from Minnesota to California for the winter season. And we are quarantining here, but we do have the ability to play outside, which is much welcome and really helpful for our kids who are all distance learning. And we're going a little bit bonkers, uh, distance learning at home in Minnesota, a little bit too cold to easily play outside. So we arrive at this home that we have rented and made plans for, and it's a beautiful home, like sweet little yard, place for the dog to run. But we get here and realize that the, uh, the master bedroom is 
more of a loft than a room. And this is great architecturally and aesthetically and in terms of natural light and all that stuff, but it is absolutely horrible in terms of focus and productivity because there are three children who are distance learning and who are seems to be always yelling in their Google Meets as they're interacting with their teachers and their classmates. And then of course, Rob and I both have jobs in which we talk a lot during the course of a day and rely on having quiet space that's distraction free. So when we arrived and learned that one of the workspaces that we were counting on to be quiet and protected is not actually quiet at all, it was quite, I think, frustrating and a little bit like, shoot, how did we not figure this out ahead of time? Yet the task remained, especially for me, that I have a full day of calls and I just have to sit down and buckle down and focus and really listen despite some distraction playing in the background. And that is not easy for me. My superpower as a clinician, as a consultant is listening and I'm really good at dialing into the details and remembering details. I remember clients' dogs' name from names from clients that I had you know, 15 years ago. But for me, auditory distraction is death to that superpower. It's my kryptonite. So the conditions are not ideal, but damn it, I just have to get to work. We arrived, we unpacked, and I had to sit down the next day and have a full day of consulting work, working with entrepreneurs who pay me a lot of money to be really helpful and to try to help them get unstuck and loosen the assumptions or beliefs or thoughts that keep them from accomplishing what they want. So when that auditory distraction disruption was sort of pulling at my ear and I felt threatened or it felt like it threatened my focus, I just kept breathing into this mantra of do my work, do my work, get to work. And of course, I don't know because I wasn't there, but I have to imagine it was a little bit like that for the members of Congress who were returning to finish the vote after this significant disruption, after rioters broke into their very offices. But yet in their minds, there's this mantra of we have work to do. Do the work, do the work, do the work. Don't let the distraction ruin it. Don't let the disruption, don't let the bad behavior of others threaten what we're trying to accomplish here. And that is one of these very basic battles that many entrepreneurs face on the daily, is the ability to come back and focus and do the work when there are many, many disruptions that pull at our attention. And sometimes it's shiny objects, sometimes it's lots of opportunities, sometimes it's choosing the new direction for the app or thinking about the new possibilities. Often the disruption comes in the form of our own inferiority complex or imposter syndrome, as people like to talk about. It's the script that plays in our mind that gets in the way of our ability to dial in and focus. And I'm compassionate and sensitive towards that battle. I really am, because I'm fighting it as well. But I really think it is the number one predictor of success or not success is the ability to turn down the volume on all that other stuff and sit down and do the task at hand. Do the work, do the work, do the work. And this is not at the expense of taking care of ourselves. It's not at the expense of resting and vacation. It's not in an obsessive compulsive way. It's not because we can't shift and do anything else. It's not because we don't have a life outside of work. But all of that becomes easier and more feasible 
when we master the task of being able to sit down, turn off the distraction, turn it down, and stay grounded and centered on the task we're trying to accomplish. I know many of you set great goals for 2021. I can't even remember what year it is, honestly. (laughs) But I know that many of you have very thoughtful processes that guide the kinds of aspirations and goals that you set for yourself and the benchmarks that help get you there. But man, if you are not feeling it right now, if you're feeling like 2021 is like a terrible Godfather 3 kind of sequel to 2020, that's okay. You don't have to have grand, carefully laid out goals. Maybe it's just a mantra. Do the work do the work, do the work. Maybe it's just the practice of butts in seats for a couple hours a day of focus. Maybe it's just the practice of conquering the distractions around you and inside of you so that you can accomplish small things well and with complete attention. 2020 has been a year of disruption. Nobody wanted to learn this lesson this well. Nobody wanted to practice this much, the ability to turn off disruption and distraction and sit down and focus. And sadly, it looks like 2021 is perhaps going to be more of the same, at least for a little while. And I think sometimes it can, we can experience shame from those around us. People are kind of like, how can you think about your SaaS business when the world is breaking down or I even saw some comments on Twitter or something about like this is not the time to be talking about SAS. This is, you know, everybody should be focusing on what's happening in DC. And I, I I totally get that. Obviously, time and place, the nation's attention is turning toward this thing that's unfolding and it makes sense that, you know, it's a little bit of a non sequitur to pipe in about uh funnels and new copy. But be aware of that. Don't let yourself be shamed out of the thing that you most want. It's okay to consume news five, 15 minutes a day. You'll get the highlights. You'll know the important things. It's okay to let your mind get absorbed in your business. It's okay to focus on your clients. It's okay to think about and care about your customers. It's okay to tackle these relatively inconsequential, not going to change the world problems, because these are the problems that make up your day. These are the problems that make up your life and your business. It's okay to go back and forth between the big picture and the microscope of your own life and your own tasks. It's so good for your brain to have the ability to set a small goal, a little goal, even an email to send, and be able to accomplish that with full brain capacity focused on one task. It's so good for our brain to have non-fractured focused time. So in the midst of the storms, and there are many and they're really important, but in the midst of the storms, find that quiet place in front of your desk, in front of your computer, where you can let yourself, force yourself to block out the distractions and for at least a period of time, simply do your work. That is the only way that we are going to recover from any of this nonsense is that there's still businesses being built, plans being made, a life to return to on the other side of the crazy. So do your work and I'll do mine. Welcome to 2021. 
Thanks for listening. We'll be back in two weeks with a new episode of the podcast. In the meantime, feel free to check out zenfounder.com for lots of resources about the kinds of conversations that we have on the podcast. You can get information about working with me, about maybe joining a Zen tribe. It's sort of like a mental health boot camp for entrepreneurs. We also have lots of content on our blog, links to resources in our courses and books for sale. So check us out there and we hope to provide anything and everything that you might need to make the entrepreneurial life a little bit easier.